Welcome to this edition of Patriots Playback. I'm David Stearns, looking at the final eight games of this 2014-2015 season for the Potomac Patriots Elite. Winners of nine games in the last 13, stringing together some great stuff since November 16th, and they hit a six-game win streak that began in the Florida Showcase and ended in the Boston Showcase with a loss of the Syracuse Stars, but recovering right after they defeated the South Shore Kings 3-2. to So now we look ahead at the final games of this season. Familiar foes are in the sights of Potomac. They start with East Coast this coming weekend down in Raleigh, North Carolina. Right now, East Coast is sitting towards the bottom in 8th place right now with 30 points. The Patriots are ahead in 5th place right now with 37 points. Just 2 points back of 3rd place Richmond and 4th place Tampa, 39 points as well. So some ground can be gained this coming weekend. And the Patriots are hoping to do something that they haven't done this season, and that's sweep a weekend opponent. So, I mean, yes, they did win out in the Florida Showcase, but I'm talking the two games on the weekend in somebody's barn, whether it be theirs or the opponent's, they have yet to take both games. So hopefully this may be coming down real soon here. Maybe it's at East Coast, or maybe it's against Hampton at the Prince William Ice Center the following weekend. It's got to be coming up soon. So... Let's get some thoughts from the players and coaches about how they've gotten to this point and talk a little bit about the showcases and looking ahead, the final eight games. Join now with Patriots defenseman Kevin McDonald. K-Stash, what do you guys got to do here to lock up home ice for the playoffs here as you guys go down the stretch? You guys are currently 7-3-0 in your last 10, or 7-2-1 if you want to go by the real numbers here. What are you guys doing to lock up home ice here? Well, we talked about it yesterday with Coach. We got to win six of our last eight games at least. We got to uh, got two big games against East Coast this weekend to make sure they don't catch up to us. We got two even bigger games against Hampton, big statement games for us. And uh, after that, I believe we play Richmond, which are going to be huge games because we're going to be right there next to each other for home ice. East Coast seems to be slowing down on their momentum here in season, and uh, you guys are looking to take advantage of that, but you guys have not swept a weekend at all this season. What is it that's uh, stopping you guys from doing that, and are you guys going to achieve that going into the uh, last eight games of the season? Well, uh, we did sweep the weekend against in Florida. But that doesn't games. count. Yeah. I, I talked to somebody about that. I'm saying like a two-game series in a weekend. You guys haven't swept anybody yet. What is it? Showcases, you guys have been doing phenomenally. Yeah, yeah I mean, you guys are doing great. I think we just got to... Show up for uh, two games. I, I'm not going to say it's the time. I want to say uh, when we go on the East Coast this weekend, I think we have a great chance of sweeping them if we play our game. We just now just peaked at the right time of the year. We got uh, finally have like a lineup that's been the same for a good bit of time now. And uh, just got to go and play two games that we can play. And I think we'll come out two two wins and four points. You guys are a couple of points behind Richmond, uh, sitting up ahead of you guys, and uh, now they take on Hampton Roads this coming weekend. Factoring everything out here, how important is the weekend here against the East Coast to you guys? And then obviously, you guys are back home finally against Hampton Roads. What are you guys trying to do to not repeat what you guys did against Hampton back here, well, months ago, back in October? Uh, well, if we win on Saturday, we definitely have to not get ahead of ourselves, and uh, I think the next game is going to be a cakewalk, because... Last time we won and we thought, oh, wow, they're not that good, and then they walked all over us. But uh, I think even like when we went there last time, I think we, I think we lost, or we won, the, or no, we lost the first one, I believe, and then we came out the next day and 
we were that close, went to overtime, and we blew it. So, I mean, we blew a three-goal lead, actually, and took them to overtime. So I think we just got to play our game and stay disciplined and play a full 60 minutes. One final question for you. What was the key to success this past weekend? You guys did uh, take three out of four games in that showcase. Uh, what was it that drove you guys to taking some major points with you? Well, I think finally we have some chemistry building with some lines. We were able to score some goals. Had 13 goals in two games up there. And then uh, against Syracuse, I think they just played a style of hockey that we didn't, our system, like our neutral zone didn't really cover. And their, their breakout was a little ridiculous. They just iced the puck down the ice and didn't really allow us to hold our forecheck and all that. So uh, I think also just scoring goals and having lines have chemistry and playing our game, well, that's how we're going to win games. All right, good luck this weekend and uh, come out with four points. Thank you. Joining now with the captain of these Patriots, it's Captain Nick Gray. Pretty much leading the way in the goal department. Uh, you had three this uh, past weekend of the showcase, so three helpers as well. You lead this team with five game-winning goals. Talk a little bit about the success that you guys have had. You guys have really turned the season around, but I wouldn't have to say that you guys turned anything around. You guys have had one two-goal game losses, if that, but now you guys are on just a tear. Yeah, it's been great. Um, all the goals have been easy for me, at least, because uh, Mikey, my line mate, Mikey Carr, he's been uh, he's been the apple king, as you would say. He, just, he has 35 assists, so, I mean, anyone has 35 assists, you got to have someone else on the other side scoring the goals for him. But, uh, yeah, we've been tearing it up. Lately, we've had um, at least a 3-to-1 ratio on goals differential between us and the other team, so as long as we keep scoring, we keep winning. This coming weekend against East Coast, you guys are looking to make some moves, kind of move your way up the standings there, but uh, obviously uh, Richmond playing against Hampton doesn't help the situation, but you guys are making a push for home ice here to finally get some playoff hockey here at Prince William. Um, what are you guys going to do here to kind of make sure that happens? Uh, we got to tighten up in the D zone, and right now we're seven points ahead, so it would be awesome if we can get 11 points, but if we can't and we split the weekend or we go down, we just got to make up for it when we play uh, Richmond and Hampton. So you guys have Hampton finally back here, coming back for some home ice games. You know, you guys have been on the road quite a bit for kind of the middle of the season. How good is it going to feel when you guys come back here next weekend? Oh, really good, especially the way they embarrassed us last time they were here with a 10 to 2. So we're looking to put them away here, and hopefully we can sweep the weekend. You guys were a lot closer in the last uh, couple of games against Hampton down in Hampton, uh, but you guys kind of gave up a three-goal lead there in that uh, second game to get a point out of the game, though, in the overtime loss. But what are, what are you guys doing differently now that's kind of turned the season around that can give you guys a great opportunity of jumping up in the standings? Uh, before, we, were in, uh, we weren't as trusting in our uh, teammates as we should have been. Like, if uh, one of our teammates slipped up, we try to go help them. But we, uh, now we, uh, if they're in trouble, we know that they're going to get themselves out of it and we'll be right there behind them in case. So our defensive zone has been a lot better since then. What's the chemistry like now in the locker room now that your roster is pretty much final for pretty much the playoffs? You can't add anybody now. you got the crew that you have for the remaining eight-plus games, including playoffs here. Uh, what, what is the team like right now? Because uh, a lot of these names weren't there in the beginning, and a lot of names that were there in the beginning aren't here now. Yeah, definitely like uh, from the beginning when we dropped a couple players, but uh, the people we picked up like Logan and uh, uh, who else? Uh, well, Ackerman's back, and we have Anderson from the EHL. I mean, they picked up a lot. They've helped us a lot of points, especially the uh, Shroud coming up from Empire. He's made a big impact for us. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade them for anything right now because, I mean, we're flowing. We're getting the chemistry going. And after every game, we sing the song, our chant song. So, And they know it by heart now. So, Great job on last weekend and good luck this coming weekend. Thank you. All right, it's Captain Nick Gray.
Joined now with Connor Ackerman. Welcome back. Yeah, it's exciting. So you got uh, a goal this past weekend. Yeah. You're on the score sheet. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, worst team in the league, but I'll take them <laughs> how they come, you know. Second well, game back, just gave my life on me. Regardless of who you, uh, you know, put it up against, uh, it's got to feel good to get back on the score sheet. Uh, how does it feel to be back out here with this team that's suddenly uh, on fire going into the final eight games of the season? Yeah, I was, I was going to say they don't need me at all, like, we're on fire, eight, eight, seven in a row, coming back. It's just nice to be back and winning and rather coming back and, and struggling. We've never been over 500 the past couple of years, and it's nice to be, like, six games over in, in the playoff race for Hem Ice, and it's exciting. What's your impression of this roster this year? We talked about the changes. Now we're locked in. No more additions can be made to this team going into the playoffs because you can't meet the minimum requirements. So what do you think about the crew that you have here before you? Are you guys capable of doing this? Yeah, it's uh, losing a couple guys and being there. I thought we'd struggle maybe, but uh, we've just become more of a family. Just a couple guys have gone and a couple loose loose ends have been paying off and and having these guys, uh, I think we can make a run for it. We're, we're a strong team and we're, we're, we're a family and it's nice to, nice to be in the race right now. What's the key to getting a, a weekend sweep, which everybody says that they had a, a sweep in the showcase, but those don't count. I'm talking a sweep in a two-game series against one team in somebody's barn here, um, or even the splits with Richmond that we started to see this year. What is it that you guys have to do to split or to uh, not split a weekend and actually take all four points against East Coast this coming weekend, for example? Well, I think uh, the struggle is, is all these weekends we play the same teams like uh, Richmond, East Coast, and Hampton. Like they're all rivalries. We all we all don't like each other. Oh, we, yeah. we hate each other. We try to bring bring everything we can every weekend. We play those two game weekends, and mm -hmm. it's uh, that's why all of them are splits. And because you don't want to you don't want to get sweeps because getting sweeps is a tough tough weekend for you. So mm -hmm. we just have to bring our game. We know we can do it. We just have to put it together in two games, six periods, and we'll get the job done. And I can't wait for the Valentine's Day massacre that's going to be against Richmond. But you got obviously four games, well, five games before that one. Uh, so talk a little bit about what you guys have to do to lock up home ice. What is it in your eyes? We've already gotten perspectives from Gray and McDonald. And that's, what do you think it is that you guys need to do to carry forth and get that home ice here? I think we see it put all together. We're, we're, we're on a hot streak right now. We're on seven out of eight, I think. So, but we need to just put it together in a weekend like we can do it we know we can do it we can know we can be better too which is the scary thing about it is winning seven of eight we know we're not even at our best right now which is pretty crazy and it just shows what we can do and what, how we can do it well good luck this coming weekend and against east coast and we'll talk again soon thank you all right it's connor ackerman Join now with mikey carr uh saucing out the apples as we say uh leading the team in assists uh did a fine job up there in the uh, showcase this past weekend. Uh, not sh two of your own and uh, a few helpers there. You know, close to what six or five you said. So, uh, what's uh, what's the story here? You guys are on fire and uh, you're having the best season uh, <laughs> you've ever played. Uh, but as a team, what's going on here? Uh, I think we're doing extremely well this year. Um, at the beginning of the year, penalties was the main thing, and we've started to become disciplined towards the end of the year. Um, the first half, I'd say, is our struggle. We come out kind of sloppy and slow, and then we pick it up throughout the second and third. Mm -hmm. uh, for the remainder of the season, we just need to come out hard and between the first and second period, and I think we should be good. Now, is this something that other teams are going to have to struggle with now because you got uh, familiar opponents with East Coast and then Hampton Roads and then Richmond to finish things out? Um, talk a little bit about what you're about to do to them because, you know, obviously comparing what you guys did here against Hampton, uh, the first game and then the second game was complete night and day. 
teams are going to have a hard time identifying you guys coming up here in the final stretch. Uh, how well do you think that's going to play into your favor? Definitely. Um, I think we need to like sweep a weekend, get two wins in one week, and that's been one of our main problems throughout the year. We're always splitting and coming out. We're coming out Saturday night hard, then we're coming out Sunday night slow or Sunday morning slow. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to come out on fire both days and just pick up all these wins towards the end of the year, get a good playoff run. You read right through me. I was going to ask about the sweep because I've been asking everybody else. It's like it's got to be eminent at this point. Uh, does it happen against East Coast? Does it happen against Hampton, Atlanta, Richmond, or does it happen to all of them and you guys just go through uh, the rest of the season on a tear? <laughs> we definitely need to figure it out, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Sweep will be nice. I know it would make Coach happy and everything. And I, We did actually – sweep a showcase but we need to start sweeping some weekends and mm -hmm. make a difference in the standings so this coming weekend against east coast uh, rumor has it that they have some goaltending issues as far as uh, you know internal issues with their personnel uh, what are you guys going to do to take advantage of kind of their downward trodden season and make sure that you guys uh, stay disciplined and lock up home ice yeah they're definitely lower than us in standings but they're still a great team uh, they've always been, always been a tough tough team for us to play against the past two years actually and Last year, their goalie was actually outstanding. Kids, I know he plays in the best now, but their goal, goalies are still good, and we seem to test them, take shots from everywhere. Well, keep helping everyone out there with the helpers, and uh, don't forget to get a goal for yourself now and then. You know? Definitely. So uh, good luck this weekend against East Coast. Thank you. Here with Trusted Us, Dustin Moyer. He had a, uh, a win and a loss in his past weekend, but uh, more impressively, 92% save percentage. Uh, what is it, about... Uh, What's your goals against now? About 280-something? Like, okay, so not too shabby. The numbers are looking good. You're at 500 on your record on the year. Things are looking really good for you in between the pipes and your team. What what do you attribute the success to? Um, well, in the beginning of the year, we kind of slacked on the blocking of the shots. So lately they've blocked probably 12 shots a game, and it's kind of helped me more and got that shots against or shots per game down and helped me get more saves. Yeah, well... I mean, it definitely does seem like things have improved in the shot department. You guys are putting on a lot more than you were in the past, and, you know, the differential is not 15 shots being outshot and you getting all the work done. Your pads don't look too scuffed up here. But, uh, you know, talk a little bit about this past weekend. You guys uh, did fairly well against two top teams up there in the north. Um, talk talk about the success from this weekend and how you guys are going to carry the momentum into this coming weekend against East Coast. Well, I mean, our whole success started actually in Florida kind of got our goals going and we just brought it into Boston scored a lot of goals in two games and then we played Syracuse a tough opponent and we kind of you know I thought we got too hot hot-headed going into that and we didn't get as many goals as we wanted but then we brought it back and scored three against South Shore and got the W. Yeah, East Coast seems to have had a bit of a turnaround in their season in the wrong direction what are you guys going to do to take advantage of that and then you know go to the next weekend uh, back here at home against Hampton Roads? Uh, well from what I've heard, they've had a lot of goalies issues, so we're going to pepper them with shots, get a lot of goals, get them frustrated, and then they'll start doing dumb stuff, and then it'll help to our success. Now, uh, what's the situation between the pipes here? I haven't talked to Coach uh, Newton about any of this, but uh, how do you feel about your chances rolling through? Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, you are in your final year here. So, uh, one more year. One more year? Okay, so you are going to stick around here for one more year? Maybe, maybe. We'll see how the season okay. goes. Okay, well, so now you're playing out your final year of juniors next year, but uh, talk about, uh, like, how do you want to finish out this year? I mean, you've been one of those goaltenders that has just been on a constant rise throughout your career. I mean, I would definitely like to play out through the rest of the season, play through playoffs, you know, get a run in Natties. But, I mean, decision comes down to coach at the end of the day. But, I mean, I feel good about my play so far. So, hopefully he sees that too and 
we get more playing time. How do you feel about your backup goaltenders? You know, we got a chance to see Isaac in that and uh, Parsons as well. What do you think about those two guys behind you? I think Isaac is good. He's got to get his head in it. He's a 97 and he's got a lot of time left. Mm -hmm. Parsons, I think, is good too. He's, he needs to play his game and then he'll be good. All right, well, hey, good luck this coming weekend, uh, regardless, uh, you know, of how many games you play in yep. there. Thank you. Joined now with assistant coach Zach Creech. Creech, this team, we've been talking with the players, you know, they're on fire. What, what is what is the key to the success that they've been uh, executing so far and uh, hoping to carry on into the playoffs? Well, unfortunately, I've been uh, I've had to miss the last couple of weeks due to some personal reasons, but I'm uh, definitely I've uh, been talking to Andy and just seeing you know what asking him you know pretty much the same thing. He just asked me what have the boys been doing and uh, what he pretty much told me straight up the um, bat was you know they're starting to fall into the systems. They're starting to trust what we have to say and what we're teaching them and. Yeah, I'm starting to see it. You know, I've watched game film and stuff like that, and um, I've definitely seen it. You know, just the basic stuff that we've tried to get a, get them to start to follow <clears throat> in the beginning of the season. They're finally starting to get a hold of it. Now the roster has been up and down all the season. Now we got the team that we have going through the last eight games, and well, possibly a lot more than you know to follow. But uh, what is it? Uh, you know, it, is it just the chemistry now? It's, I've heard the word family finally thrown around here. It's taken a while to get to this point. Uh, you know. What about this crew, and how far do you think they can take it? Uh, we definitely started off with quite the different team in the beginning of the season compared to what we have now, but I think the right pieces of the puzzle stayed. Um, wouldn't say the wrong pieces, but the pieces that weren't really helping us out have mm -hmm. you know, exited, and uh, now I think we've got a, a, a hockey team, a group of guys that wants to win. Um, <clears throat> you know, They're starting to dig down low. There's, like I said, they're playing simple hockey. They're, they're falling into what we've starting to We've been teaching them all season long, and you know they're and like you said, family. I mean, I definitely see camaraderie throughout the whole team now. I mean, you know, the guys are getting here even earlier than they were this season for practice. Everybody's joking, you know. Just everybody just seems to be in a really good mood and a good state of mind. I know you guys have been uh, kind of up and down, hot and cold with the special teams, but uh, now I just heard some of the players talk that today's a power play day. Uh, how are special teams looking now these days? Uh, you guys more confident in the systems? Is, yeah, you mentioned that uh, coach said that the guys are buying into it, but. How do the special teams look? Um, it's you know it's up and down. I mean you know there's games that we do well, there's games that we don't, and not necessarily that they're not doing what we're asking them to. We're just not finding the opportunities that we're um, uh, hoping to set up, given the chances for power plays and whatnot. But I say overall our PK is still strong. Um, you know we got Stephen Gerke and Devin Melise, and you know we throw uh, Nick Gray out there with Mikey Carr at times too, and those guys just want it. You know they they got a nose for the net and a nose to get the puck out of the zone, and um, that's exactly what they do when we get out there. Final question before you take these guys under the ice for practice. Uh, what do you guys got to do to get the four points this coming weekend against East Coast? What is the one thing that has to happen? I think the biggest thing, we can't stoop to their level. I'm not saying that they're not a good hockey team, but I think overall we're a much better hockey team. And when we all play together, clicking on all centers, I mean, there's nobody that can beat us. So, you know, this weekend's big. And then I think we got four more weekends left. So that's eight game total. We need to get at least six wins out of this to um, uh, get home ice advantage here for playoffs. All right, good luck this coming weekend, and we'll talk to you before Hampton Roads. All right, guys, thanks. Join now with the big guy, head coach Andy Newton. Different season now. Um, taking a look at uh, things on paper, a lot of one, two-goal losses suddenly are becoming victories after victories after victories here. You guys have won seven out of your last, or was it 7-3-0 in your last 10, and uh, swept a showcase in there since the last time we've talked, and then you guys had a great weekend at the past showcase in Boston here. You guys have done a lot of great things here. How did you get to this point? It's it's nothing new. It's it's everything that we've had since the beginning of the season. The, the difference is, is when I got here and I started working with these kids, they 
my system was too confusing. They didn't understand it. And because the, the lack of understanding of the system, the, the wanting to buy in of the system wasn't there. Um, and, and I didn't pull away from it. I kept, uh, kept stressing it. We kept practicing it. I kept stressing it. We've done video. We've showed them what we were talking about. And, and they've bought in. Uh, they're getting out there and they're working hard. They're doing the small things. Uh, we're getting production out of all four lines right now. And, you know, it, it, it's a heck of a lot more fun to play the game when the puck's on our stick sort of thing. And, and, and we've been controlling the pace. Even in that one loss that we had up at Boston, I believe that we controlled the pace of the game. We just, you know, we couldn't find a, find a way to score a goal. But uh, kids are having fun. The morale's high. And the kids are buying in and, and enjoying playing again. Your last few opponents here, uh, they've seen you in, a, I guess, a different light earlier on in the season. Is it going to be harder for them to interpret where you guys are right now in your season and how you've come this far? And, you know, is it going to be a tough translation for your opponents coming up here? Every team going into season and into playoffs wants to, A, fly under the radar, and B, have teams uh, underestimate them. And that's exactly where we're at. Um, we're still under the radar. We have not peaked. I don't think that we're going to peak uh, at least for another another month or so. And to answer your question, yeah, the, uh, you, you know, looking at Richmond, looking at Hampton, East Coast, and Atlanta, with the you know we haven't played Atlanta much this year, but the other thing we've played uh, a handful of times. They don't know that we're clicking on all cylinders right now. They don't they don't know. They've seen our record, so yeah, they they, they see something's going on down here. And just like the boys were saying when we were on that six game run. And after we ran four games, they'd go into the locker room and saying four is a fluke, five is a streak. We won the fifth one. They were saying five is a fluke, six is a streak. We won the sixth one. Six is a fluke. And I, like and I guarantee you every other team out there is thinking it was a fluke that we won that amount of games in a row and beat some of the teams that we beat. But uh, like the, the big guys say, you know, when teams buy in, when teams' morale is high and everybody's working hard for the common goal, you know, it's easy to go out there and get a victory. And that's what we've done as of late. Now to short things up, how do your special teams look? Uh, your power play, your penalty kill, I know you've been kind of struggling to get that under full control throughout the season. Where is it now and uh, where do you envision it coming up to the uh, last eight games of the season? Both power play and penalty kill are, are subpar at best. I want to say my power play is right around a 74%, or I'm sorry, a 18%, and my penalty kill is right around a 74%. Um, the old saying goes, a team that goes far in the playoffs needs to be an 80-20 team. Mm -hmm. and, and we're not an 80-20 team. With that being said, I, I've got a lot of confidence right now in both my power play and my penalty kill. Half the reason why our numbers are so bad is because how poorly we played in the early portion of, this, of the season. Mm -hmm. um, you know, down in Florida, I want to say uh, that we were, in the, we were a man down a good you know, 15 times and there was only two or three goals scored against us out there. We scored a lot of big goals when we were on the power play. Um, up in uh, Boston, uh, one game while we were up there, I want to say we had three power play goals. Um, so to answer your question, it's, it's not exactly where it needs to be. We need to continue uh, improving on it. All practice today is going to be special teams. But, you know, I'm pretty confident in both the power play and the penalty killer right now. Talk about the individual talent that you have up here with your leadership with like Nick Gray and Mikey Carr. These two guys are just incredible. Uh, just Mikey Carr leading the way uh, with the assist, helping everybody out, put the points up on the board, and then your captain, Nick Gray, has just been phenomenal. Uh, three goals, three assists this past weekend of the showcase. Talk a little bit about the success that, that they brought to the ice and how it's trickling down through the rest of the team. Well, Mikey Carr, the boy, the boys now call him uh, Applesauce. Mm -hmm. he's, uh, he's got something like 30, 35 assists on the season, and... Uh, 
I want to say his his season high is of, of seven goals. I don't think he's ever had any more than seven goals in a season. He sees the ice phenomenally, and, and every one of the scouts that come down and talk to, to Mikey, they see the same thing. They see that he sees the ice and his ability to send a, a great pass. And then Nick Gray, he's got a hell of a shot. He comes mm -hmm. down the wall, Mikey finds the open ice, feeds him, and, and Nick lets his bomb go. And those two guys have, have been connecting. Um, I, I don't want to put it all on their two shoulders. They mm -hmm. have another line mate, uh, um, Slava Turchenik, that, that helps out a lot. He's, he's very much a European-style player, doesn't like dumping the puck into the zone. Mikey Carr and Nick Gray are both finesse players, um, and, and they don't want to dump the puck in the zone either. So a lot of times that, that line likes to circle back and control the puck going into the zone. And I would like to think a, a lot of their successes come from that as well. Okay. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you got a practice run here, but uh, one thing, a uh, goaltending situation, what is that looking like right now? Uh, it seems like Dustin Moyer, uh, his numbers are looking solid. And then you got uh, Parsons and Richel. I mean, you, where do you fall with these guys? I know you like to run a hot goaltender through, but uh, what does it look like right now going into the East Coast? Uh, right now, I, hell, Isaac's, Isaac got a start while we were up there in, in Boston, and he did, did well. I want to say we won that game 7-1. to one. Mm -hmm. um, Parsons and Moyer, taking nothing away from Ritual, but Parsons and Moyer, it's, it's their net right now. Uh, any given day, Moyer could step up and be the go-to guy. Any given day, Parsons can step up and be the go-to guy. It just so happened when we were up in Boston that Moyer got one extra game over Parsons. Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, Parsons was a little upset about that. He felt that that net was his, and he, and he wants it to be his net. Okay. Uh, he's already come out this week and spent an extra, a couple extra hours on the ice, and, and he's going to continue to work, uh, You know, not taking anything away from Moyer as well, but, you know, Parsons hungry to get in there and get some games, and, and he's played against some big teams, and he's got some big ones this year as well. So you got the systems down. The guys have bought into it. They're doing well with it. You're working on your special teams. you got your goaltending duel going on right now. What are you doing to have these guys mentally fit for the final eight games of this season to work in and make it a successful run in playoffs? Um, there's this uh, TV series, t TV show out there called 30, 30 for 30. A lot of us have heard oh, of yeah. it. A lot of us have watched it. There's one episode called Survive in Advance. It has nothing to do with hockey. It has everything to do with basketball. Mm -hmm. the, the, first off, the name of that, that show, Survive in Advance, is one big thing. But having a winning mentality, knowing what it takes to go out there and win a hockey game. And what, like I told him yesterday, you know, there's two teams that go into playoffs. There's a team that survives and advances, mm -hmm. and there's a team that's one and done. Which team are we going to be? Mm -hmm. Through the course of playoffs, one of these players out here on the ice today, they're going to have the game on the line. And if we ended up losing that game, they won't ever forget that, that split-second decision they made to, to, to lose the game. And vice versa, mm -hmm. if they they bury a shot and they win the hockey game, they're never going to forget that. And mm -hmm. nobody wants to be that player that has the game on their hand and loses the game. And, and we spoke a lot about that yesterday. And it's, it's understanding that uh, they're going to be put into a difficult situation, mentally fatigued. But, you know, I, I'm extremely loud and extremely honest with these kids out there on the ice. Even Nick Gray yesterday in practice, I was all over him. I thought he had a, a subpar practice at best. And, you know, I let the kids know when I feel they could do be, uh, when they can be doing better or not. And, and, and I'm just staying on top of them in certain situations like that. But um, the mental toughness is, you know, it's a thing that we get gain throughout the whole course of the year. It's not something that I'm going to be able to teach them in, in one week's practice here. One final question for you. We're waiting for a sweep. I'm not counting that showcase down in Florida. Is the sweep coming, and it will, will it be this weekend? 
I, I don't want to say yes or no. Uh, I, I like to be a realist. Um, the boys understand the importance of these next eight games. They understand the importance of playing East Coast. East Coast is right behind us. Mm -hmm. um, not taking anything away from East Coast. If we get out there and play the same way we did the last eight games, it could be in our near future. All right, good luck this coming weekend. We'll talk to you before Hampton. Thank you. So that's all the sound bites we gathered this week from the rink as these guys march forward in the final leg of the journey of this 2014-2015 season, the final eight games. And they start with the East Coast Eagles, their foe, as, you know, they're sitting back behind them. But, you know, you never know where things will go at this point. Uh, you know, uh, the momentum is there. Uh, they are making good pace here. And they have a good uh, trajectory as far as if they keep up this pace of theirs that they've established in the last 13 games, they could very well look at bringing home home ice advantage in the first round, at least to the playoffs. So some exciting stuff there. And it's great to see these group of boys come together as young men as a cohesive unit in instilling uh, feeling like family amongst each other. So great stuff there. And uh, hopefully they walk away with four points this coming weekend and we'll have something positive to talk about then, and then we talk excitedly about the homecoming of these guys coming back to the Prince William Ice Center on the 24th and 25th to do battle with the Hampton Roads Whalers. So until then, stay tuned, everybody, and check out the action on Fast Hockey for the 8 o'clock start on Saturday and 11.30 on Sunday morning as the Patriots look to finish strong in this regular season. As always, folks, don't stop believing.